1: hey it's wednesday night it's notebook wagering time live from the salisbury center fueled by monster energy i am smitty i got my main guy in studio with me q what's going on q just ready to leave the state just ready to go yeah i'm leaving friday morning how pumped are you man you're excited your your life's good right now boots on the ground (laughs) you got florida in the college world series you got uva hometown team you got uva which you support yep your family's growing Yeah,
2: she's not too happy with me going. It's a business trip. (laughs) It's a business trip. That's what I tell her. Listen, we're talking sports. We're talking business. It's a write-off.
1: Can we write this off? It's a write-off. Yes, it's all written (laughs) off. That's awesome, man. You know, the greatest thing, though, I'm going to say a great line. The movie Back to School with Rodney Dangerfield, just, it was on Twitter the other day. It was like, I don't know, 30, 40 years. He had the best line in that. He said, just remember, the best thing about kids is making them no, All right, let's <laughs> go here. Let's go. My guys are up in Pittsburgh. What's going on tonight, Jason and Matt? What's going on tonight, Jason? What's happening?
0: Grinding through U.S. Open stuff here. Got to get everything in here tonight. Uh, you know, we late start tomorrow at the West Coast, which I'm pretty pumped for a little Saturday night primetime, Sunday night primetime U.S. Open. But, uh, you know, we just wrapped up basketball, we just wrapped up hockey. We've moved on to the WNBA somehow, but we're working up through that and, uh, yeah, you know, we got to get the baseball back in order. What's going on with you, Maddie? Well, like you said, uh, Stanley Cup? Check. Locked up. NBA title? Check. Locked up. We can get rid of those. Hughes has got his Super Bowl coming up with the World Series. Like you said, I'm grinding away on some golf. Uh, I can't wait to fire up the phone app, watch golf tomorrow while I work, because work's just a grind, and that'll alleviate some pressure. So without further ado, Smitty, let's get into
1: it. Yeah, can I just say this to everyone, especially my dad, if you're a golf fan, like Jason said, that's West Coast, and we're going to get into the U.S. Open here in a little bit. That does not finish Saturday night, 10 p.m., final round queue. ready for this, on the East Coast, 11 p.m., Whoa. So if you like to go to bed, you better take some naps because that's going to be a little late night there. So you better eat dinner about two and hit the sack at four. So if my dad is listening, get a nap Saturday and Sunday. All right. <laughs> hey, real quick, let's just dive into it. We, like the boys just said, we have wrapped up some of the championships here. Uh, the NBA, just we're going to do a real quick uh, recap on NBA and. NHL boys overall, NBA Denver, they won four games to one. Last game was 94 89. What's your overall thoughts? Anything that jumped out in the series, the game, anything moving on for next year? Uh, Jason, go go at it.
0: you like the Nuggets didn't get any credit for winning. Like that was like the quickest move on from an NBA champion. Like, no not sending them any flower text or yeah. anything or Instagrams. It was kind of like, yeah, okay, we're going to the next season now. I thought a really good performance by them. I mean, I thought, uh, I'll call it, Joker kind of showed that uh, he may have had an MVP stolen from him. We'll probably be looking back at that in 20 years and wondering how the hell Embiid won that year, um, you know, without remembering the media campaign that went with it. But uh, I think it was a really good series. I think Miami was a little overmatched, but both teams were well coached, and they made changes, and you can see the changes during the series, and I think that was pretty good basketball. So I, I enjoyed it. Uh, could never get that over that I thought was coming, but we I did win we on a couple games there. T- took the Nuggets a couple times, cashed in. Maddie, overall,
1: any thoughts?
0: Yeah, same thing. Uh, I love Mike Malone, and we all know Spolstra is a really good coach. But Mike Malone's now—he's up there. He's gonna—he's gonna bank in the top five mm-hmm. coaches. I hope somebody doesn't pry him away. I hope he stays there because they have a good thing going. I don't think they have any problems with like cap money. There, I mean Joker's gonna have to get paid and probably, they'll probably redo his deal. Murray will probably get a little more, but Michael Porter's still pretty cheap. And they have a lot of role players, like that Brown, man, Brown off the bench. Brown and Brawn, but it's Brown too. Really good. I, I, I think they actually have, I, I'm not gonna say a dynasty, but they can build out there, because I think the West has taking a step back. Um, like the Warriors, I well, think they're I think they're, they're Windows, getting old. Really old. Oh, the West. Between yeah, LA, yeah, that's what and I mean, A. like the Warriors windows closed, uh, yeah. Phoenix, I don't know, Phoenix is going to have to kind of retool, the Clippers, old, so yeah, I mean, like the like, uh like the Pelicans were supposed to be up and coming, and they're not, so. Yeah. Memphis doesn't scare me with Josh Shotgun Moran out there. So, <laughs> well, well, the the
2: Pelicans, are, I mean, their star players, worried about you know chasing tail, not uh, chasing stats. So, yeah. I mean, when that's a distraction for you, and she's saying. Your team's in the play-in uh, game, and, and you're worried about playing with me. We got problems. <laughs> I mean, it's,
1: yeah, it's no, just, no wonder he's not playing, man. He, he has to be exhausted.
2: <laughs> well, when he said he's not mentally right, he's physically right. You know, he's a wasted draft pick right there. I mean, porn star. He cashed in stripper. He has nothing to worry about now.
1: I oh. mean, he's not going to Bible studies. That's for sure. So, um, yeah. Overall, you know, I'm going to say. Denver is a team, all five starters are coming back. They have that all, I think they have like one or two guys that maybe they have to resign here. So this is a team that's really built for it. So if you're really looking at, again, I mean, I'm not a guy that jumps right on. I mean, the odds come out for next year already. And, you know, I was talking to Jason today about NHL, and he's like, oh, man, we got the draft. You got this. You can't. That's so hard to do. Uh, But this Denver team is is a team that is really built for this. And I did say, I'm going to say this. That was the least celebrated. The Joker's the best guy on the planet, man. I mean, that guy, he went, and at first, very classy. He went through and shook every Miami Heat. Yep guy, even the guys that like probably never sniffed the court. Ever. <laughs> and he was like, him, everything <laughs> like that. But I thought that was great. But the when you heard him break down, when he was doing his press conference and they went, he they go, what do you think about the parade? And he's like, when's the parade? And they're like, Thursday. Yeah. And he's like, I got to go home. I just want to go <laughs> home. Like he doesn't want to yeah. do anything of that. And some of the other uh, videos of him, like with the champagne, it was like he like shaking at one time and was like, all right, taking his goggles off.
2: I don't think like, he cares about that stuff. He just no. wants to play basketball and spend time with family. Yeah, But I'll tell you, to, to talk on that though, they're they're not selfish. Like you, you you said, all five come back. Like they played as a team it's very rare that you see team basketball these days usually it's it's two or three guys that kind of star on the team yeah your other guys maybe get a shot or two up a game but i felt like everybody got a good amount of touches solid amount of minutes you know solid amount of passing uh, rebounds like nobody blew out, outside of the joker nobody blew out the stats but even when he does he's still you know getting 12 to 15 assists like he's passing the ball to everybody and that's I haven't seen that unselfish play of basketball in a very long time. And I think that was I mean, the most impressive to me, you know,
0: obviously with the victory. It was both teams. Like, you know, Miami yeah. the same way. Yeah. Like, I mean a lot of old players. All, everybody contributes yeah, yeah, yeah. and they both have drafted and yeah. developed, which everybody said you can't do in the NBA, but I mean, Jokic was a second round draft choice. I mean, I like obviously, you know, he kinda was kind of a lottery ticket there that cashed in, but still, I mean They've drafted their team and built their team up, which is like Spindy alluded to. They don't have any cap issues because they didn't go out and mortgage the future to go get a guy for a one year deal. So they're kind of set and they could go do that still if they needed to, right? At the end of the year. And, you know, Miami's kind of the same way where they've built up their bench that way. Obviously, they've went and acquired guys to uh, improve the top, but, you know, they put themselves in good situations where they're not mortgaging everything. Phoenix is a great example of that where they literally had no bench. They're yeah. two of the best players, but that was all they had. And it just showed that they just weren't deep enough. And uh, and maybe we'll see a little shift in the NBA to kind of build in teams the right way again. I don't know. Probably not. But well, it'd be interesting to, you, Yeah. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Matt. I was going to say, how dare you let Cliff Paul off your greatest player list with Phoenix? <laughs> <laughs> that, that guy, man. Uh, he's gonna Somebody else is going to sign it. I had a, a friend of mine. Messaged me, hey, what do you think of the Sixers going after Chris Paul? <laughs> I was like, oh my god, please no! But have you watched basketball the last five years? Do He's you not want to win a nine? An hour? And he just he just <laughs> goes somewhere and loses. Do you not Even want him.
2: to win an NBA title? Because if that's your answer, yeah. sign Chris Ball.
0: <laughs> He's good to the Celtics or the Sixers, though. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Colin Cowherd just did that about a week ago. Said like they, teams, said, He
0: fits perfectly.
1: Yeah. Said, you know, the Celtics would be okay. Like, maybe a Marcus Smart out there. Bring him in. He doesn't have to play um, consistently. In the regular season, and then come back and be healthy for the playoffs. Uh, I don't know about that either. So I
0: wouldn't do it, but I'm saying I can totally see them convincing themselves that's what they need. Like I said on one of our other shows, please Sixers, if you're going to go get a point guard, go get Fred VanVleet. He just turned down just turned down in Toronto. Yes, you did. go get it. Perfect fit. I'd love love to see Lawson. One hundred
1: percent agree. Yep. Yep, I just, Matt just said that two weeks ago. Yep. All right, here, let's go um, really quick. NHL, the game last night, I mean, that wasn't. 4-1 series, Vegas raising the cup, 9-3 to last night. Luckily, I was on the over. That was very easy. Um, again, just overall, I'm going to let our hockey guys go after this one. Just overall thoughts of this, Jason. What what was your two cents on the, the championship?
0: Game five, I th- there was a good stat that basically it's really hard to close out in hockey. And I really thought the Panthers were going to kind of make their last stand because they've had such a good postseason. I mean, it went through the top three teams in the East, played the top team in the West. Um, They just were out of bullets. I mean, you find out today Kachak had a broken sternum. You find out Ekblad was playing with two separated shoulders and like a knee. It's like the whole list comes out, but uh, they just didn't have enough to take on Vegas. Vegas was just too deep in the end, and they got the goaltending they needed. That was the biggest question with the Golden Knights. A lot of, they were 18-1, to 1, I think, coming into the season because they didn't have a legitimate goaltender. Their top goaltender was out with, I think, mental issues, and they were basically <laughs> playing like a four-string guy, and they got through the playoffs with it. So, um, you know, they're $10 million over the cap already. A lot of people don't like them because of the way they built their team the fact that they kind of did uh, get around the salary cap there in the playoffs. But um, it reminded a lot of when Pittsburgh won their first Stanley Cup, where you're hearing from like, certain markets that oh, they don't deserve it, they don't even like hockey. Uh, you know, what are you going to do? You only like Lemieux, you don't like the Penguins. And look what the Pittsburgh hockey market has turned into. So there's no reason why Vegas can't be the same way. So that criticism is kind of garbage. I know the celebration wasn't quite what you would expect, but they celebrate all the time there. So what are you going to do? What do you think, Maddie? I want to give, I, I really- give Maddie credit. I believe the
2: one game that Florida won, or the last game they won, didn't you go like 4-0 on picks for that? 3-0, 4-0? Yeah. Can you but give yourself yeah. a little pat on the back for that?
0: I'm going to give myself a pat on the back for college baseball, too, coming up. But out of, out of all the talking points we just had, I can't believe Jason actually kind of stole my talking point about how much hockey is going to stick in Vegas. That was a huge risk. They, they never thought that uh, hockey would stick out there like that was their talking point and then i actually read something today their attendance this year was one percentage like they couldn't get they didn't even have enough seats they, they were just pushing people in and letting them stand i guess they were like plus 103 i believe Good on so, so, so i have a story i was out there the august the year before they got the team and i was running penguin stuff just walking around the city and every single time, like so, like an opportunity, like a server or someone working at a hotel had a chance, they saw me wearing a Penguins gear, they would stop me and ask me about hockey. And, like, that team was excited that, because that's their team. You know, this isn't some team that moved there. It got built basically in Vegas. It was their first professional team. So I think they're really going to have a longstanding thing. Now, their attendance dipped a little whenever they were crappy early in the year, but I don't think that's going to hold. But it will be interesting to see now that it's getting populated with the Raiders and the A's, whether they hold on. But I do think that they'll be the team that they always go to. Because it is indoors and cool. (laughs) Your other your other point, though, too was then it goes back to the Pens, and I actually think you you nailed it. That now the Vegas model is kind of that of the Pens and the way they build it. But You're going to see something in this city. How many people stick around with the Pens? Because I think that franchise is is on that. I think Yarrow's down. Uh, We all know Crosby Malkin. So how many people jump off the Pens bandwagon here in the next couple of years? They made a good hire but yeah no it's going to be a couple of years before they can kind of get it retold. That's I don't like know. the caps down here. I mean they're all getting old. Oh she! Like yeah.
2: they're they're all you know two powerhouse teams for what over 15 years are going to start It's usually a roller coaster. Yeah. It goes up and then it crashes and you got to You re- guys have re- more re- loyal re- fan bases up there. Now I'm not saying caps fans aren't loyal but I don't know like you guys will survive before DC does. Because it's such a transient area up down here, like yeah. the Caps will lose fans faster than Pittsburgh.
0: But you know The Caps will get, get an advantage there because they've already made the decision that we're going to rebuild it. They made this trade at the end of the last season. True. They're going to keep it back in there, hoping bust the seats. Yeah. But they've already kind of started their process where the Penguins, that's really what's holding them back is that they're trying to hold on to this area with the Big Three that's taking up a lot of their salary cap. Right. And, They had their draft picks from trying to always go to the cup for the last 10 years. They just there's nothing there. The cap farm system's in way better shape than the Penguins are. Like they, they don't have any cap space to even make improvements, so they're kind of just stuck as an eight seed, and they just need to get on like a miracle run to do anything in the postseason. So Maddie's right really on the point. It's going to be you're going to see the fair weather guys drop off pretty quick.
1: I yeah. I, I want to jump in real quick. You guys said about just jamming people in there. I don't know if you saw it on Twitter today. I don't know if it happened last night, but there was a great video today. There was like a cheerleader standing like in the aisle and she's like doing her thing with the pom-poms. This in Vegas. This in Vegas. And there was a kid with like, the parents put headphones on, he's eating French fries. So a guy came through and like hit the cheerleader. And then, like kind of bumped her. She kept doing her thing, and then the, the little kids eating French fries. And she went to do like a quick move and whacked him in the face. That <laughs> like, sucks. I mean, really jam those people in there. But hey, hey, you feel bad, kid. Get out of the way. I'm doing a routine. Guess what? He didn't drop the French fry though, and I think he ate <laughs> it. So,
0: real, real quick, last point. Do you see what the lowest tickets were for that game last night? I can't even imagine. Oh no, Lord, Fifteen hundred. I saw. I saw 1100 it was like the cheapest.
2: Do you think? Do you think there's a lot of locals that go there, or is it like? the tourists that are like, Hey, let's catch a Vegas nights game.
0: I actually, I, I'd, I'd probably say it's a 50, 50 split. That's I'd good. Say for they a have a like great that. fan base. I, I think they have a great fan base. Uh, because you know, Derek Stevens has a, a say in basically all that. He, the circus is all over that. Yeah. So I think, they, I think they get the locals and the locals have been dying for a sports team forever. So yeah. I definitely hit on that. But I mean, so many people, I just ran into a guy at the gym last night. He said, he's going out there to catch a, a game next year. Like, I would say, yeah, 50% is just incoming weekly traffic.
2: You'll, I mean, you'll take it. It's, it's good numbers. We see Ken, he's yeah. saying rock the red.
1: Rock the red. I Thanks, like it. Ken.
2: I mean, nice. I hope the Caps do do well in this rebuild, and I hope you can bring another Stanley Cup to this area, but we'll see.
1: Yeah, I mean, maybe. But, but I, no, that's... I agree. I mean, yeah. I'm not the biggest hockey guy. I like to bet it, but I think the Penguins, like Maddie, I think said the arrow is pointing down but hey ken again thanks for joining us he was with us last week so yeah i just want to give him a shout
2: out yeah thank you for not to cut you off maddie
1: tuning in -hmm. with us and watching us tonight here okay u.s open here before break we got about 10 minutes here we go boys la a great conversation today about how the playboy mansion is like right by this It's not a bad place to hit a ball errant do you think think some of the players were like going through the bushes Uh, just trying to see if there's anything like there or anything they can see anything i don't know i think jason made a great point today he said he's like wonder what's going on there or maybe it was Matt. i don't know who it was like yeah wonder what's happening there and i I had heard
2: it's vacant but like obviously vacant for like people who live there but they still have animals they still have people kind of upkeep it like there's still traffic going through There's just not 60 women being sex trafficked through.
1: (laughs) So so we are at the LA country club moving on here. Um, Listen, no water on this course, but the thing is the rough. Yeah. The rough is thick. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, seeing some of the videos of this. If, if I would have just I would probably quit if my ball got in the rough. I don't think I could ever probably hit it out. But uh, you know, in my opinion and what you're hearing is T to green is key. You better be able to scramble on this. Um, you know, Scheffler is the guy, he's the major favorite in this. But the thing with him, I mean, his T to green is unbelievable, but his putting has just not been there. So I can't wait to hear what the guys. I do have my card in. Uh, early today, I put it in, so we'll see what happens. But Maddie, let's start with you. What do you have for the U.S. Open out in L.A.?
0: Oh, man. Uh man. By the way, Zion has a room at the Playboy Mansion. He's got a suite.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, this is this is going to be an interesting U.S. Open because this is more like you said, the, the to green. So it's more like target golf, and it kind of shapes up to the 2013 U.S. Open at Marion where you don't have to be a monster off the tee. You just have to be pretty accurate. And the, I don't know if you saw some other videos, the fairways here are sloped like, the, they're sloped. like the Daytona 500, you hit one to the middle, you hit the wrong side of the fairway, it, it rolls all the way down into the rough. And then you're you're basically, you're, you're losing a shot. But they've also stretched that on the par threes. We have that 290-yard par three. I mean, if, if 15% of the guys stick it on there, I think that's actually impressive. I think this is a, a a event type lineup to submit for the U.S. Open. Guys who've played the target golf, guys who are pretty stalwarts here. So I'll go through my lineup real quick. I do agree, Scheffler's is going to be in the mix. I have tickets on Spieth, Kepka, Max Homa because he's the local
1: boy. He's pro- probably played there the most. Course records. Uh, I- course record in college I believe
0: yeah and, and uh, I bet that ages ago when we were talking about we were talking about like during the beginning of the golf season so and then I took a flyer on Patrick Reed 70 to 1 I actually don't think he'll even get close to winning but I think he's going to be top 20 which is probably a nice little payoff if you check that out and I do have a couple of matchups that I like but i will go over them after you guys but just for uh, Dr. Brent I love picking Billy Horschel on this thing man the, this high school bully even though that guy has burned me so much, so screw Billy Horschel, do something for me.
1: No Tony Finau on your card?
0: Hell no. Okay, absolutely. <laughs> uh,
1: Jason, you want me to go real quick? So looking this yeah. over, I took Terrell had to win it. I have him to win in top five. I did take. I'm I'm with Matt. I took Jordan on my uh, ticket to uh, top ten. Um. You know, I drafted him in our big draft too, my first pick. So I'm going to go there. I do have a Scheffler on my ticket, but I took him first round leader. I usually don't do that bet. I just didn't like the odds. So I'm just taking a chance with the first round leader that maybe his putting can get figured out and everything like that. Looking over stats, uh, Mito Pereira. I really liked his stats. I did a top 20 with him and that is my best bet for the tournament. And then is it the Gala? Yeah. I like him overall. He's a West coast guy. I I believe he played at Pepperdine. So I also did another top 20 with him. That is my card. Jason, what do you got?
0: So I went with another Pepperdine guy, Andrew Putnam, uh, for a top 20. I also have him on our little draft. That's where I looked him up. He's actually the kind of player that I'm looking for this week. Maddie alluded to it. Accuracy around the greens, putting, um, I just it's really hard to handicap because they have no track record for this course at all It's, it's similar to Brookline last year where they just don't play it a lot because Brookline was because it's out of the way And it's a real private club. that doesn't like to get guys on there it's, this club's kind of the same way So you have Homa, but that course he played in 2013 probably doesn't look anything like the course. He's playing this week um, So he, I'm looking for guys. Basically. I'm like caring about length as much as I usually do It's just drive driving accuracy and a short game so i have got uh, I do have a maximum of a ticket when he was doing West Coast swing and he's playing really well. Um, Cam Young to miss the cut plus 170. He has some metrics that weren't that great. And uh, Russ Henley plus the top 20 plus 275. I kind of like him. He's another kind of player that fits that mold. Um, but I'm interested to see after day one to see who's doing well and who's not because I want to see who really likes this course and who doesn't. It seems like they're enjoying the layout, but we'll see once it's. And I. If, I joked around on Twitter about this, but if Terrell Hatton has a prop where he complains about the setup. I'll, I'll take that <laughs> as much as I can because it happens every single U.S. Open. Hmm. What is the over/under? Someone gets tackled
2: on a green this week. <laughs> Minus one ten. I like it. Oh, I actually great. put
1: in two bets. Oh, I'd love to hear. Yeah, one. let's
2: go. I mean, I said this back when they played the Heritage. And Max was making a run. He plays really well in, in California courses. Yeah. So I took Max home a top 10 at plus 275 and top 20 at plus 100. I like it. I'm going to stick with the Cali boy. Listen, when you've, when, if you love playing somewhere and you have a track record, you typically uh, typically succeed. I, I mean, I'm not saying you're going to win every time you play in California, but I think top 10 is very respectable. Uh, top 20, you know, yeah you put a little more on the top 20 to cover your bet if, if he makes 11 through 20, but I like that. I it's there's certain courses where you always play Tiger or you always played, you know, Kepka or anybody, or Scheffler, like any of those guys, maybe jo- um, Jordan Spieth. You play Max Home in California courses. It's just simple as that. That's true.
0: Midier, uh, I like your Scheffler bet, but I'm going to probably try to find one. Uh, Mickelson at the 2013 Open at Marion. Uh, was the first-round leader. Uh, and the, the course actually fits him even more so now that he's older and he can't go off a teeth full bore. I, I think he's probably a fun flyer to put some pizza money on. And I wouldn't be shocked if he snuck out for that course. To win? No, first-round leader. Oh, first-round leader. Yeah. I I took over top senior plus 140. Yeah. Uh, because uh, both Sink and Harrington don't really match up very well with this course with their uh, past history. so. Uh, you never know what throw you're gonna get, but like you said, it's Southern California and he's a SoCal guy. So I got yeah, a hun- sure hundred to one. One hundred to one, Matt. For first round leader? Mm-hmm.
2: What? Plus ten thousand. That's tasty there.
1: Yeah, I mean wow. I yeah, that's not a bad one. <laughs> I, I, I wanted Scheffler on my ticket, and again, I just didn't like it the the numbers. Again, if this guy could be not struggling with his putting I mean, he'd be blowing his, you know, Tita Green's unbelievable right now. It's just, he's struggling with his putting. So I thought this was a shot to, to do that. Like I said, I usually don't even make this bet. I don't usually do first round leaders. I know a lot of people like to do that. I usually don't, but I tried. I wanted to in this one since it's the U.S. Open.
0: It's really only really drawback with him. Because, I mean, the U.S. Open, it's always four and five putts to determine, like, how well you do, whether you make them or not. And he just can't make those right now. I mean, it's just... He's killing it every single way else. And he just, that frustration has to mount eventually, right? And he's going to have to have a bad round where he probably just kind of loses his cool. Um, I'm glad you guys are shooting down my uh, opening pick in our draft.
1: <laughs> if we gotta take them. I know. Just say you suck. You I, I, I did not. I did not. I'm taking them. I just did, I didn't like the numbers. I think, again. Listen, you know,
2: he was talking bad about you, Matt, behind the show. He says your pick sucked. I'll just put it on the air.
1: Well, Matt, Matt he picked first. I mean, <laughs> yeah, of course. He's not doing very well. I don't know. I'm just joking. Uh, no, I mean, we'll see. I mean, again, like we said earlier. You better be a night person because this. I mean, it's a great. It's a great thing on the East Coast. It gives us something to watch here yeah. uh, as the night goes on here uh, over the next couple of days here. So it does start tomorrow. So, um,
0: but yeah. Do you guys consider plus plus thirty three hundred right now? I mean, there's no way that price would be there if his health wasn't a question. Yes.
1: But, I mean, he he grew up like what five miles from the yes. course or something like that. This is leader after one. No, I think to win. Win just to win, just to win, oh. yeah. What he had some back spasms, Jason. I think in one of the yeah. last, the, maybe the last tournament or a couple two weeks ago. So I think they were legit because he
2: was in the contention too. Yeah, people don't bail yeah, out when they're yeah. contending. He had to bail out on
0: yeah. Him, so I'm, um, I'm off him though. I actually have a bet on Reed to beat, or sorry, not Reed, uh, Oma to beat Morikawa uh, head to oh, head. I, I think, I think that's, that's good because you just yeah, don't know the whole money. situation. Yeah, yeah, plus money too. So, yeah, plus that, thirty. Just, no
1: way he's plus 33 without that. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, guys, I mean, again, Brooks Brooks, you know, was right there in the masters one. What was the other one? The PGA championships. He won, Um, you know, another guy I was looking at Victor. I really like Victor Hovland a lot. I know Maddie, I think as a caddy or a player, I think he can do both really (laughs) well. I think he's so good either way. It doesn't matter. I know Maddie, I think last week said, you know, he had that uh, winning ticket on him two weeks ago. So, you know, Xander Shoffley was another one that I eyed up. He just never wins. I just like him though. I really do. You know, It's like
2: a better version of Phenal.
0: <laughs> no, I think it's fair. I think Phenal I mean, used agree. to be
2: there, but now he's top 20 <laughs> always, but more Shoffley's always like top 5. It, it's the we're same
1: top
0: 10, yeah.
1: It's yeah. the same thing with Fleetwood. They were breaking it down on Bison yeah. like, you know, cuz he lost in the playoff. I think they said he's oh for 119. I believe it. It's now like he's, the, he's the new won, Justin Rose. He's won some on the European. Yeah, but the, it's, so did Justin Rose, and he he's well, top I 10. Well, I hope Justin Rose does well this week, because I picked him second. <laughs> but I, he Justin, never wins. But he's consistent. He's I got, consistent. Where well, I'm at right now, no, dude, I, gotcha. I just got to be consistent. Yeah, and no, I got gotcha. you. I got to be consistent. There's just certain guys <laughs> you don't
2: take to win. You know, Finau, Shawley Rose, those guys. I mean, they just, they're just they're great top fives, great top 10s, plus yes. money every time, but they can't they can't get there
1: hey listen and my thing too i want matt like if if i can't win this i want maddie yeah with scheffler to win because then i mean maddie can jump can, can come running up the, the board and the and the and our big comp yeah you know, contest here but i kind of want maddie to win or somebody probably took rom second in that so i kind of i need that yeah. and everything so all right guys great golf Talks Again, Maddie will put out his plays again, follow his plays. Cause he has been calling some winners on it. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to break down major league baseball, some late night action and try to get you some winners here. Maybe Q will do another minor league baseball. It didn't hit. It didn't hit. Dude, they got blown out like 13 to 6. Okay, maybe we're not. Maybe scratch that. I don't know.
2: We'll talk (laughs) about it. Switch to the Mexican League. And then we're going to
1: (laughs) talk college, uh, World Series, and everything. But everybody stay with us. The boys from Notebook Wage Room. We will be right back. Hey, the guys from Notebook Wage Room. We are back. Let's dive into a little Major League Baseball talk here. Let's just dive right in. I'm going to skip a game here. We're going to try to hit the late games and see if anybody has any winners for us or the audience here but let's go i'm gonna jump right to oakland the a's the possums are on fire this is like Moneyball, guys this is here we go they they did that big reversal that crowd came out last night they beat tampa bay again they took two out of three against the pirates swept the brewers now they're beating tampa is this changing for this oakland team are we are we getting on board yet guys
2: can I give you another play real quick since it comes out in five minutes? Yeah, go for it. With the injury news of Houston, how do you not take the Nats, like plus one and a half? They're playing Houston. It's minus 103. I mean, who's Houston having the lineup? I don't know the Nats. getting bare bones. I mean, the Nats aren't up. They're a scrappy team.
1: But they're losing a lot of games.
2: Well, they're losing a lot of games, but they're also playing a depleted Houston team. I like it. I'm laying it. All right. Give me plus one. There's our fr-
1: I like it. Wait, is somebody dive into this hole here right now? I like it. We got our first. I mean, ha- yeah, it's value. I like it. All right. So jump. You're doing run line?
2: Plus one and a half Nats is minus 103. Okay. To get even money on a plus run line. There you go. I mean, against a depleted Houston team, I like it. Put it in. You got about. Th- Three minutes and 50 seconds. Get it in now.
1: Get those thumbs moving quick, people. I got it in. Let's go. All right. There's our first play. But back to the A's really quick. Are we jumping on board? Where are we going tonight, guys? They're big dogs again tonight. They've won, I think, seven in a row. Anybody taking the A's tonight? Maddie, you on board? Absolutely not. Oh, okay. I thought I was getting excited there. Okay. <laughs> no, no go. I think,
0: I think they're going to get, I think they're going to get train train wrecked tonight by the, by the rays. Uh, I mean, great run. And it, it, nobody's talking though. They have a better record than the Royals. Where's all the Royals bashers.
1: Yeah.
0: And the Royals just took a hit. They lost their, uh, good rookie Vinny Pasquatino. And, uh, now it gives a guy named Nick Prado, another rookie, all the playing time at first base. So keep an eye on him. If he heats up for a uh, AL rookie of the year type run, I, I mean, why not? That's a definite piece of money, but yeah, I'm off the A's. Uh, bring the possum back, get him to Vegas, sell the team, whatever you want. Good run though. I, I mean, I love the A's. I've always liked the A's, but nah, I'm you know, off.
1: You know what I heard the other day on and They So we we've, we've talked about the possum on the show a lot. They were saying there's, Cats that have taken over the Colosseum. <laughs> it's getting rabbit out there. Just so, can you imagine? Like, I mean, you could seriously probably take your kid there and enjoy a game, and just say you're at the zoo because you know you can say, "Hey, there's some cats. There's a that's possum. like the streets of There's raccoons. Right. There's probably rats. There's a I man. There's a lot of animals out there." This Oakland place right now. So, I mean, it's you please your kid and say you're taking him to the zoo and you go and watch ball game. I don't know. So, okay, Jason, no love for the A's tonight.
0: No love for the A's. Numbers are terrible oh. against right handed pitching at home. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Luis Funky cool Medina on the mound. He's got yeah. the six, 633 FIP. Uh, I, I don't want to lay 275 with glass now because, I mean, he's been good, but um a's or the raised bats come back to earth though a little bit so maybe under here eight and a half let's go under eight and a half
1: we'll, we'll give you some a's action we'll go under eight and a half the and Rays. a little tone loke there i like that that was good all right hey <laughs> uh, game i am playing tonight maddie's not gonna like it i am gonna take arizona tonight uh, against the Phillies. Phillies, I played the Phillies last night, man, did they bring the bats last night, man, they just pounded Arizona. The Phillies are starting to get hot, everybody. Keep an eye out for the Phillies. Mm-hmm. I know Maddie's going to get pumped up with that, but I do, I am on Arizona tonight. Anybody else? Any thoughts on this game?
0: Uh, I, I'm I going to give you a warning. Don't touch it. Well, I already did. Right? I do like <laughs> Merrill Kelly pitching. Don't touch
1: it. Well, it's locked in loaded. I do money. too.
0: I do too, but it, like I said last week, do not write this Philly team off again. They're they're just dumb enough to make another run again. And they're starting <laughs> to get healthy. Their bullpen's okay. They their they're dumb. enough to dude.
2: win. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they are. They're, they're a dumb team. They're they're a bunch of meatheads <laughs> who get gone. But Nick Castellanos is raking, so shout out to you, Nick.
1: Go Arizona tonight. All right. I like a raised Dodgers money line parlay. That's a good one.
0: Oh, kill you, stole my thunder.
1: Oh, sorry. Yeah, let's go. Okay, so money line parlay There's plenty of time to thunder. Yeah, I mean, I looked. <laughs> uh, you got plenty.
2: Kershaw pitching against a brutal White Sox team. You've got Glass now pitching against the A's team. We all think it's it's not plus money. It's minus one thirteen. But I think that's good value for those two teams.
0: Yep, I had that written down as well, buddy. I like your logic there.
2: We're on cue. Like the last couple yeah. weeks, we've been reading each other's minds.
1: Yeah, I, I like that. I was going to look at that too. The money line parlay I played. um I did Seattle and the Red Sox. I believe the Red Sox are in a rain delay right now, but I like Seattle at home again. They're starting to play really well. Castillo's on the mound tonight. I really like this Seattle team. Why's Scott laughing at us? He
2: doesn't like my pick? <laughs> they're laughing at us. On the film? Oh, oh, well. Oh. <laughs> he's hating on the accents. I like it. Uh, maybe
1: maybe. Hey, uh, well maybe uh, he's, maybe maybe he's a uh, maybe they're uh, Jeff or Scott's oh. a big uh, Oakland fan and they were upset that we're jumping on that. I don't Scott
2: know Scott was on Visa and he said no, we're, guys are we're wrong.
0: Virginia boys and we're hearing I like it. Oh, to, yeah. That
2: Pennsylvania accent. Yeah. You got some Yinzers on that side. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you got the- Yin's playing that, that parlay, Maddie. Sorry to interrupt. I, you know,
0: I do actually know anyone from Pittsburgh at this war, and I think I have the third strongest Pittsburgh accent out of three, so I don't know. I agree. <laughs> yeah, I, I would agree. I don't know how cute the Pittsburgh accent is, but at times it does come out. Who, me? Yes. Oh, well.
1: Well, I, well, my, I was like, <laughs> when my, you're locked in a studio Johnstown. with me for a little bit, I guess that just happened. <laughs>
2: well, I got Smitty I got my stepmom from Johnstown. I got my passport a few years back when they got married so I could attend the, uh, the area, <laughs> <or> the township,
0: <laughs> It it's just kind
2: of comes out, I guess.
1: <laughs> oh, beautiful.
2: Beautiful. <laughs> we'll say
0: that. Smitty fit in great at the Kicks concert. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's what I heard.
1: Yeah. Hey, the only wait, thing wait. he was
2: missing was those leather pants that he yeah. ripped back in like
1: 2006.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Sorry, we'll put a complete stop to uh, your uh, show, guys. Uh, no, it's
1: okay. I don't know. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, I don't know if I could get in those leather pants anymore. Hey, let's move on to the Major League Baseball here. Um, no, I kind of like that one, too. That's one with the Dodgers tonight. I was looking at team run over with the Dodgers tonight. Um, I think that's a good play tonight, also. I think. They're going to score a lot.
2: What is that? Four and a half? It It
1: was four and a half earlier today.
2: Clevenger's given up four and a quarter runs on average.
1: Yeah. And then the bullpen has pitched a little better. But I still think that's a good spot for that tonight. I Um, like that. You know, and I'm just going to give mine really late here. I think some of these. I did hit the Twins earlier this afternoon. I'm on Arizona. I played Texas. Man, Texas let me down two nights ago, up 5-1 and blew it against the Angels. Um, I'm on the Padres again. I like the Padres tonight. I think the Padres are in good shape. Matty's giving me a thumbs up. That's always good. Um, And a couple other uh, people I listen to, they kind of like the over in that. So in the Padres, really in the and really in that game, Mm -hmm. and and then my team run again. I went right back to the well queue because you know I like to do that. Thinking about talking about Kansas City, I'm playing the Reds over four and a half. I hit it last night, really early in that game. I'm going to go right back to it. The er the who did I say the I said the Reds Reds again against Kansas City. That Reds team right now, they're good. They're they're young. I'll, I'll tell you what. Keep an eye on a ticket to win the Central plus eight fifty.
0: It, it, it was ten. It was uh plus one thousand just a week ago. Yeah. So yeah, it's, people are hitting because who's who's who wants that division? The Pirates are was kind of there, and I, I give them credit for hanging around. But the Brewers don't want it. The Cardinals don't want it. The Cubbies, same boat. Like nobody wants to like make the move to kind of take it over. And the Reds have a lot of young talent. All of a sudden, that's yeah. come up. And like they've got kind of a little mojo going. Yeah, that I could, like it, Smitty. De La Cruz,
1: uh, and I, I'm going to say, he's, I'm he's gotten say, a little fire. For I, that team. I played it today. Yeah. I played it. And you might say, oh, Smitty, come on now. You're a pirate diehard. Why are you going to do it? Well, I, did, I could care less. Money's money. I mean, money's money. Yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> that team right now is their they're pitching scares me, but what team in that division's pitching doesn't scare you? Mm hmm. Okay, yeah, um, go for it. Jason, about
0: it. Jason, and I both raised an eyebrow to your Padres Cleveland over. I'm yeah. my uh, my what if I had to do the Todd Smith best bet than 9 It'd be the San Diego Cleveland under I, eight and a half.
1: I didn't play it. I'm just I'm just oh, saying. Some okay. people I didn't yeah. play. It. I took San I took San Diego. A couple people I, I know like liked the over in that.
0: I like San Diego to win, but I love the under uh, both yeah. pitchers. And I'd have good track record against each other. That's so not a hitter's ballpark anymore. Uh, Savali pitches well against the Padres in a, uh, the past, and Walker's pitching really well. So that, I'm an, I'm on the under on that one. Okay, Jason, yeah, off the top, off the top, right of, Yeah, Padres the eighty-six wins, uh, WRC, and then uh, the Indians have a seventy. WRC is right-handed pitching, so both offenses are kind of in trouble tonight, so I, I'd love that under eight, uh, eight yeah. eight and a half. Yeah. Jason,
2: can you see if I'm on pace with the Nats over 58 and a half? Isn't there a site or something? I forget.
0: Yeah, yeah, I got it. One sec. Yeah. You you are. I, I've I already just, written off the Cubs. But you're like, you're right there. Yeah, can yeah. I, since, since you're on there, can I ask how the Tigers are doing after their nine-game losing streak, and that just about crushed my ticket?
1: They got swept today, too. Um, Did I take that? I know. I don't think I took them. Yeah, we were bragging up the Tigers like three time. weeks ago to maybe win the division.
0: Now it's then, kind of falling apart just,
1: really, really quick. Well, I lost to the over
2: 76 with the Cubs. They'd have to go on about a 30-game win streak. Well,
0: uh, fangrafts is having an error, so we can't see it. But last I looked, the worst record was 59 wins. I think it's the Royals. So Everyone's above that right now. Oh, good. In the ace, well, I, need so. to, I got the A's with but, the worst MLB I record. I think it was like... I think it was like 61 for the Nats, so uh, not a lot of breeding you room. Better,
1: you better watch I that. need days to start losing. I think that Kansas City team might get that. <laughs> I need one of those possums yeah. to bite By to By the way, anyone <laughs> wants to come in with
0: J-Cam and buy fan <laughs> If you hear this you have a lot of disposable income, we, we can go buy the site and save it before it kills itself. Yeah, be uh, nice. it, it's, it's going downhill, and uh, you definitely could leverage this into a betting site very easily. There we go. Let's talk to Grissom. What's an idea? Let's talk to Grissom. I've the sheets after this for a lot of tickets.
2: Okay. Grissom does well. We'll talk to him. Maybe we get a little buy in.
0: I like it. <laughs> he loves uh, the stats, too. That's a
2: good call. Q. He does. <laughs> he
1: All loves right. So his world. <laughs> that's the major league card tonight. I mean, we gave Let's out. talk about the card that really matters. Hey, now, real quick. We just gave. That's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Man.
2: I gave out two plays. Let's,
0: wait. Yeah, we should recap this. Yeah, but.
2: okay. I'll, let's recap. I'll start real quick. Two plays. Nats, it already went off, plus one and a half runs minus one I, I got that with you and then the Dodgers raise money line parlay minus 113.
1: all right well do. uh I'm not sure what time Texas starts but I I gave out uh I'm on Arizona tonight a lot my best bet <laughs> I <laughs> like lot. it uh Texas I like I just lost it hold on here I'm on the Padres money line tonight And I have Red Sox are in a rain delay, but I had a Seattle Red Sox money line parlay. And then I'm on a team run over with the Reds tonight, four and a half. I'm not sure what time that started.
0: Jason, Matt. Rangers and Reds are up right now. I think I'm going to jump on the Dodgers over four and a half team runs. And I'm on the San Diego Cleveland under eight and a half. I, I all of a sudden it ends up with a card here. So let's see. I got the Dodgers White Sox over eight. <laughs> I have the Oakland and uh, Rays under eight and a half. I have the Nationals plus one and a half, minus 105, Thanks to Q. I got Seattle plus one and a half or minus one and a half, plus one twenty three. Uh, Marlins don't hit a good hitting good pitchers like this. and Cleveland or sorry the Guardians the Padres under eight and a half. So we got five plays just just out of this conversation. Look at that, Matt. I thought you were rolling that the Dodgers Rays
2: parlay with me well
0: yeah you already covered that so we're
2: good oh okay all right but you are rolling
0: I, I thought this was just like
1: a team card of no, different stuff i <laughs> might i might jump on that
2: too. jump on let's have I a little like, let's I have it. a let's it or
1: everybody get excited everybody get here. on we win all right let's go where q's really we have about 12 <laughs> minutes here let q have his moment here uh hey college <laughs> world <laughs> series mexican man. league Oh, you know, I'm kidding.
2: Oh, okay. Go. No, I don't, I didn't, I didn't, I'm um, college world series. I didn't get to look at my,
1: oh, I thought my you were far or more or minor league like place. No. All right. College world series, everybody. Yep. It starts Friday. Our guy is heading out, lands out in what Omaha, the beautiful
2: state. Yeah. It's Brash. a little short trip. Usually I stay four days. I can only do two. Just had a newborn at home. So right. But Omaha, business Brash, trips cut about, short.
1: Just nine about 9am. 9 you land.
2: Yeah, I leave DC at six. I'll get into Omaha about nine, drop the bags off, head to Rocco's, get a couple jell jello shots for the Gators, a couple of Miller lights, set the mood, talk some business over there a little go. nice uh, brunch. Go watch
1: baseball. There you go. And and cap it for us. I love it. He's going to send out a lot of great pictures and info, everything. So 2 p.m. Friday, you got Oral Roberts against TCU here, Q. I'm just going to jump. I mean, we can go around, but I'm going to start with you here. Overall, quick thoughts. uh, Minus 180 on a site I saw, Oral Roberts plus 150. I did not have an over under in this at all on my site that I looked at. But where are you at with this game? I it's a stay away for me
2: because Cole Klecker's pitching, he's the best option TCU has. Oral Roberts had a chaotic uh, regionals and a super regionals. It's going to be interesting to see the two o'clock game doesn't have a crazy fan base. You know I don't think the teams are as pumped up. You know as the the uh, Friday and Saturday night games. I just think. I don't know. For me, it's forcing a play that I don't want to. I don't. I am looking at DraftKings. They don't have over/unders yet. Uh, or Roberts is down to plus one forty now, so I think some people are kind of jumping on them. And then TCU's minus one seventy five. I don't like it to be honest. Again, I think it's a coin flip game. I don't think both teams get out of the bracket personally, so it's it's kind of a stay away. I want to see who they match up with in the losers bracket, and then the winners bracket, and then play that bet the the next uh, be Sunday. But I do have some place. I do Friday night, I do like uh, Florida a lot. It's going to be Brandon Sprode against presumably Nick Parker. This UVA team's really good. Uh, don't don't give me any, you know, not taking any credit from them. But Duke showed the ability in game one against Nick Parker to score. And, and Florida's offense is so much better than Duke. And they have such a better arm at Brandon Sprode. He's had three straight quality starts. A quality start is six plus innings, three runs or less. So he's going for four in a row. I like it. The team has some momentum. The bats started to come alive against South Carolina. Well, against Texas Tech, continued against South Carolina. I think they're going to roll. Both teams play in a rather large park. A lot of teams play in small parks, so it's difficult for them to hit in. Both teams play in a large park, so I think that's kind of a wash. I just, I don't know. There's something about this Florida team, and I know it's unbiased, but they have, when they're on, they have one of the best lineups and could beat anybody here, to include Wake Forest. Now, when they're off, anybody could beat them. So I like where Florida's at. I actually think Florida or UVA gets out of it. I think Florida sends UVA to the loser's bracket. But I think UVA battles back out to uh, rematch with Florida later in the tournament.
1: Okay, so let's go around. So so Q's going to stay off the TCU or Roberts game. Um, Let's go, Jason. Any thoughts on that game? Are you going to play that game? I am not. Man, what's going on? I don't have have anything. Okay, okay, Maddie, let's (laughs) go. Go ahead, Jason.
0: (laughs) I I too don't have anything for the Oral Roberts game, but I'm off Q on UVA Florida. Um, If you if I'm getting plus money with UVA, give me that. Their team batting average is three thirty five to best in the league. Florida, what's that?
2: UVA best batting average in college
0: and uh, team ERA. Uh, UVA 392, Florida yeah. 474. Give me that. Give me a, 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 It's a neutral site game. I'm pretty sure Florida might have more fans out there, just a bigger base. But if I'm getting plus money with UVA, I'm going to take that at probably a, any game that they're in.
2: Not a bad bet either way.
1: Yeah, I did a spot last night with Sharp Angle Syndicate. And, you know, I like Oral Roberts in this. I want to see the run line and see where it's at. I take a run line with them against TCU. I just think TCU, I think they've won 11 in a row. Really good team. But again, Oral Roberts had like 21 in a row and they blew the game Friday night against Oregon. They were winning eight, nothing. They lost nine, eight, came back one Saturday, one Sunday. So I really like them. I mean, and I'll sprinkle a little bit probably on the money line. I think this is the best chance if there's going to be a dog winner here, the Oral Roberts is going to be it. Now, UVA, Florida, I did say on the spot last night, I think a red line spot, if it's a good number for UVA, why not? I mean, if you're getting plus runs, I I mean, these teams are just, these are two really, really good teams in my opinion straight game. Who do I think can win this? I mean, I I think I'm kind of leaning Florida. I think Florida has it going on right now. The starting pitching is really good. Uh, I like the bats. Uh, both teams can hit, both teams can pitch like Maddie said. So it's close. I think if you get a good number with the run line with UVA, it's not a bad spot, but I kind of like Florida. I have a ticket on Florida to win the national championship. So it'll
2: be interesting because Florida's actually the dog per the lines. They were minus one ten. UVA was minus one twenty. So you might catch plus one and a half with Florida, which I think is a no-brainer. Yeah.
1: That's a great point.
2: Great. Either side's a good bet. Flip a coin and and I like it.
1: All right. Let's go Saturday. Uh you got Stanford playing Wake Forest. Again, Wake Forest, best team. Uh, number one seed in this has not been a number one seed to win this for a long time since
2: 1999 the first year that this tournament format has been implemented the miami hurricanes
1: miami hurricanes good job so again you know this team can hit this team can pitch They hit nine home runs. I think it was on Sunday against uh, Alabama. They don't hit, they mash. They do mash. (laughs) Um, Again, just keep an eye. I'm going to say this before we let Q go here on this game. Keep an eye on the over-unders in this. This, like Q said, a lot of these teams play in smaller ballparks. The wind out here doesn't really blow out majorly. It's uh, it's a bigger ballpark. So just kind of keep an eye. I'm not saying there's not going to be home runs, but just kind of keep an eye on that. All right, Q, can um, Matthews, the kid for Stanford, Do you think he's going to go get, he threw 156 pitches uh, against Texas?
2: The week before he threw 180. He threw 180? The week before. Wow. Then he he turned around on short rest and threw 156. Okay. Well. They're not worried about his arm. He's pitching. They
0: they were worried about his pitch count. They reduced it from the
2: prior time. No, no, no. no, That was, 180 was two starts. That was, that was two starts on short rest. We had normal rest, short rest, short rest. And
1: then he threw 156 total in a game. Correct. Yeah, his
2: last came in through 156. Okay, so but still, that's that's three hundred something pitches in a week.
1: That's unbelievable. And the guy is—I'll say this—the guy is a gamer. Oh, for sure. The changeup is yeah. unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I said this last night on our spot with uh, sharp angle. I said I love the Stanford look with the stirrups. Man, the stirrups look fantastic on TV. Yeah, Cute. I like them. Love Any the stirrup, chance yeah. can Stanford pull an upset? I don't oh, think so. Old man. I don't think so. I mean, they My have old man. <laughs> they have a couple
2: guys. <laughs> I just don't see it. You know Quinn Matthews is an elite pitcher. He has a tendency to get hit. In the Pac-12 tournament, he got rocked for eight runs in two innings. He's facing one of the best lineups in college baseball. We talked about the home runs be iffy in this park. Wake Forest plays in a smaller park, but they're hitting the ball 450. That's going out any any park you play. They're not just grazing home runs. I don't think Stanford has any opportunity to win this game. In fact, I actually think they go 0 and 2. And leave Omaha. If if you're a Stanford fan and you're canceling your beach trip, just delay it. Because because in two days you're going to the beach. I mean, I it's no disrespect to the team, but the trees are dying. I mean, they're they're dying because they're gonna have to play Wake Forest loss. I mean, they're going against Rhett Louder loss. Then they're gonna have to play the loser of Tennessee LSU loss. Pack your bags, keep the jet on the uh, on the uh, ground because.
1: Yeah, it was, a, it was a crazy game, just for our audience, if you didn't see how they got in this. Texas, they were playing Texas. It was bottom of the ninth, fly ball yeah. to right field, and the center, uh, right center, center fielder, right fielder did not see it. It dropped. Second straight. baseman didn't see it. No, second baseman, yeah. the shortstop saw it. So, um, but it Just too,
2: too far away. Yeah. It was twilight sky, it gets lost up there.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Apparently, it's notorious for that ballpark, specifically with the, the lighting. It's not the first time it's happened. Uh, you, you feel for Texas. Yeah, you know, was, they've had a
1: rough season, but to end it like that, that was tough. That's brutal. That was tough. Okay, Maddie, uh anything, any thoughts quickly on the Wake Forest Stanford game?
0: No, It's like you said punch them through, uh, get that old school punch thing that the ticket takers <laughs> used to take. They're through. Um, I, I like the second game, though, but I'll let you go on that. Okay. Yeah, Jason, listen, just lay the money bro- with Wake Forest.
1: Okay. Jason, any thoughts on that? Did you. Chima yeah, minutes. no, I mean
0: you'd even look at the run line, I think, with Wake Forest. I mean, the numbers are so much in their yeah. favor and you know the pitching's there. And you look at it, the walk rate, K rate's good. I mean, like you said, the home run issue is not gonna be an issue in that ballpark. No.
1: Okay. Uh, second game on Saturday. I think this game's very intriguing here. Oh, this is a heavyweight fight. I mean, this LSU-Tennessee, again, Paul Skeen's going to be pitching, um, which is just lights out for LSU. Probably
2: the second overall pick to the Nats. Probably. Dylan Cruz, first overall pick.
1: Yeah. And the thing with LSU, I mean, you really look, they're just so dangerous. You got Cruz leading off. You got White hitting second. You got Morgan hitting third. Yeah. The one, two, three is just devastating. Uh, and then you throw your ace out here. Uh, Tennessee, again, Tennessee, not bad bats. Pretty, hit or miss though. Re- yeah. Very hit or miss. I was shocked what they did when they got down 4 nothing against Southern Miss and Tanner Hall. They came back and really rocked him the other day. Um, But Tennessee has really deep pitching in this. Any shot, Q, can Tennessee pull the upset?
2: They can. I wouldn't be opposed to laying the Tennessee uh, dog money, but I'm personally on LSU because of Paul Skeens. Anytime you can get Paul Skeens under 200, that's value. I mean, the guy's electric. He's probably going to go 7 the bullpen's kind of stepped up. Gavin Guidry, the freshman,'s done really well. Uh, I love the big kid, Riley Cooper. He's just grizzly. He's out there. He just dominates. And their lineup. I mean, they they hit so much better than Tennessee. Tennessee, we talked about it on NCAA Insiders. They're, they're so hit or miss when they're hitting. They crush the ball in Knoxville, but they struggle anywhere else. They kind of had some, some woes against Teller Miss. They're playing on the road. I know it's a neutral site uh, for both teams, but that's still a road game setting. I think... LSU gets it with schemes and better hitting, so give me the LSU Tigers. And I actually, I know we're short on time. Parlay LSU and Wake Forest to get a plus one forty bet.
0: I like it, Jason. I don't know. I'm just trying to wonder what the right price is on Tennessee. I'm seeing plus one sixty five and plus one fifty five. Like because LSU has crossed over two hundred now. So I mean,
2: yeah, I got it early. I did tweet it out a couple day two days mm-hmm. ago, but. Yep. I knew that was going to happen.
1: I said last night, Jason, I said I'd keep an eye on a run line for Tennessee.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, I think you might get a good one. I mean, if their bats show
2: up, Tennessee can win this game outright. That's the problem. You just don't know.
0: Like you said, heavyweight fight. Both teams are good. Yeah. Like, you know, the, you're picking between the two. Yeah, LSU is better at offense, but Tennessee's probably better than most everybody sure. else. Well, Tennessee so. has a better bullpen as well.
1: Yeah, our good friend Ryan Hyatt doing the spot with him last night. He really likes the under. I could see that. Yeah, for and, sure. And then I heard on another show today that uh, somebody said, keep an eye out for the under on this. They think the under could hit. Yeah, I like that. Maddie. what do you have in this one?
0: Yeah, i uh, I think you guys are right with the, the potential run line for Tennessee. It's just like Jason said, it's getting to a number where you can't ignore it, it, it overall when LSU crosses over the 200 threshold, but they've scored 108 more runs than Tennessee. That's basically two a game. And, and that, then that plays into the absolute run line. And, but like we said, the, the ballpark doesn't favor home runs. Cruz is going to hit no matter where he is. Yeah. I, I think the under is probably a good play because of Tennessee starting pitching and their pen and then Skeen's on the mound. And then I would say if they get a rematch, then look the over if it's a different pitching matchup.
1: Q, real quick, is there a team, because again, for our audience, I'm going to go really fast here, it's a double elimination, and then when you get in the championship, it's best out of three again. Mm-hmm. So you really you lose that first one, you're really against it's, it. It's tough. So is, in your opinion, because you're such a great, College baseball. Savant. Savant. I like that. That's a big word. Fancy <laughs> Ooh, word here. I like that. Everybody break out a dictionary and figure out what that word means. Who is a team, though, that if they lose in that first game, they can come back with their pitch and staff, and it's not going to be the biggest deal if they lose that first game.
2: I think it's bracket dependent. I think Florida and UVA can both do it. They have the pitching in a weaker bracket. They're going to be able to both beat Oral Roberts and TCU. It's just a matter of who beats who. They're going to have to play each other twice, potentially three times. Those two teams I'm very confident in. I think, LA, well, ten, again, Tennessee has it. If they lose to LSU, they've got the talent to do it because they're going to play Stanford. They can beat Stanford with their pitching. They've just got to hit. If that team can hit and find their bats, they could win this whole tournament. It's just, again, the problem is we don't know what offensive Tennessee is going to show up. So I would put Tennessee in that as fully capable of doing it. It's just a matter of if they show up on the plane or not.
1: All right. There's college baseball. A lot of information there. Jason, any last thoughts for the audience? (laughs) I have none. No, sorry. Got none. Not even have a nice weekend or anything?
0: Well, I would just thinking. <laughs> everyone have a nice Father's Day. Yeah, like sit that. Out there, there. Yeah, the Father's Day
1: yeah, really nice up here. Matty, you got to be digging through college baseball. You get I, got I stats in front of each other. I a know baguette. he's 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 in he's yeah. in zone mode right now. So we'll leave him alone. Maddie, any last thoughts here tonight?
0: No, I was gonna say, man, everybody enjoy the Father's Day weekend, uh, especially if you have kids. Maybe maybe you'll get breakfast in bed. Who knows? Uh, Sports wise, though, I'm excited for the U.S. Open. I, I'm. really excited for just round one and see who comes out blazing and see how the course plays because the U.S. Open notorious for uh, putting these guys in their place and making it a uh, crapshoot.
1: Yeah, I mean a couple things here, me and Q want to say if you are around the area Cagezilla 73 Saturday night. It's intense. Man, it is.
2: This place gets packed. You can get it obviously on pay-per-view if you want to watch it in your house,
1: but so, Don't sleep on
2: the Salisbury center because
1: this place gets packed. So everyone, if you're in the Northern Virginia and if even if you're not getting your car, drive down here, catch out cage Zilla 73 this Saturday, June 17th. And also we just wanted to give a, another big, uh, thanks and everybody should listen to all the shows yeah. on the wild style network. Do you want to add anything with that?
2: Yeah. Listen, to all the shows are all great. You know, there's rock shows. There's obviously gambling shows with us. There's uh a tribe called Jess. That is uh, put topics in a hat and pick it out because it's so off the wall. I mean, it, it, it's riveting. It, it gets you listening to kind of what she wants to say from week to week. Uh, so I, I find it very interesting. It's wild topics.
1: Uh, but she's a firecracker. I love her. <laughs> I love, she's, yeah, awesome. she's awesome. <laughs> uh,
2: she dresses up. I think it's great. She comes in here like she's she's like Fox News in here, dressed up, looking great. So uh, I'll end it. Fathers, I'll be tweeting out from College World Series. You know, I'm going to be giving plays. We also have the College World Series guide coming out. Uh, Jason's been crushing the stats for us. So congrats, you know, or kudos to him. And uh, there's going to be value in there. So I'm going to be tweeting out plays from the book and from my Twitter as well as NCAA insiders all weekend long.
0: Jason, real quick. Oh yeah, Q. Who wins the jello shot contest? LSU by a
2: million. Yeah, I've heard they take over that place. It's disgusting.
1: <laughs> As we who, always. Who say, Q's, 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 Q's going to C- help? Q's going to do his best for Florida. Stanford. Yeah. Stanford in the bottom. Stanford wins well, bottom. C- yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'd Jail say well, Roberts, Robert's going to be last. But
2: all right, no, that's- hey, Stanford, Stanford, Stanford.
1: All right, hey, again, thanks for everybody that tuned in tonight to watch us live. We really appreciate it. Q, what do we always say? Bang your bookies.
0: Thanks for listening to the Notebook Wagering Podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any episodes and be sure to follow
1: at Notebook Wagering. Until next time.